Can you say loud? You can. Okay. Ruthanne, you with me? I, I don't know if my mic's on. Your mic's not on. Good. Talk to me. Hello. Ooh, there I am. There you are. Here I am. You were turned down. <laughs> it's nothing new with you. <laughs> if I had an on and off switch, I would be muted so much by you. Oh, my God. If women came with an on and off switch, I can't even imagine that. Can you imagine that if a man had like a mute button for their woman? Oh, my gosh. Oh, that, that would be like such... You want to make a billion dollars, anybody listening out there? Invent a mute button or an on and off switch for a woman. So you know how they would say like... Oh, my gosh. If there was, if there was a, um, a remote, you know how like before we used Boop. to... Yeah, we used to do... Boop. You would never find Boop. the remote. You would always say, that babe, I can't find my keys. I can't find the remote. I can't find the, the fob for you. <laughs> You'd be making me look for my own fob. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's, that is actually, it's funny, but I know there's guys out there going, oh my gosh, what an invention. Can you just imagine that? Oh. Okay. Anyways, talk CDL. Are, are we doing trucking news right now or are we doing a pod? News. Trucking news with Ruthann. What do you got? I have the Truckload Carrier Association. Um, they're the, the association that pulls the mobile memorial for the Vietnam vets and they are they put their schedule up of the places that they're going to be stopping by and they're being sponsored by Hoekstra Transportation by the way okay it's one of the places one of the sponsors that they have but they're going to be in um, the first stop that they're going to be coming to is in February the last weekend of February in San Antonio so I was looking through there's no place in Florida they're not stopping in Florida and at what all. Are, what are they doing? They're higher. They, they they haul the wall. It's a Vietnam memorial. Oh, with all the names of mm-hmm. the, okay. the exhibits and bears the names of more than fifty eight thousand men and women who died in Vietnam. That's what they are doing. No, and you know the mics are really sensitive. And then they just like heard what, me swallow. Exactly, <laughs> but that's all in editing. Them. So, like, like no, they won't hear it probably in the pod, but. Because the editor will edit that out. Yeah, see, that's, this would be one of those times I used the button or the remote to turn my woman off. I'm, I'm just saying. Go ahead. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay, so that's going to be going on, and I'll send you, um, I'll send our, the person that puts all this stuff up on the site, uh-huh. this, so that they can put a listing of all the places that they're going to stop by, because if a driver is going to be in the area, then they can always try and stop by and visit the the wall. Okay. That sounds like a great thing. And it's, this is a mobile wall, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and there's none coming to Florida? None coming to Florida. No, it's, um, let's see, San Antonio, Casa Grande, Peoria, Bellflower, Casa, Windsor. Casa Grande? Yeah, Arizona. Down, you're talking about like the, the little town 20 miles below Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, Arizona. They have like a couple of them in Arizona. Okay. And then um, Florence, Oregon, wow. another California, Stillwater, Oklahoma, Louis, Louisville, Texas, Durant, Oakley, Bentonville, Paragold. So far, it's like all Midwest stuff. And then it starts moving over to the, like um, Illinois. Is it like a convoy of... Of tractor trailers bringing this wall because no, like it's, the it's wall, just, it's just one big huge wall. Well, the wall is huge. Like if you look at not it the, in, I mean, it's in Arlington. A, no, it's it's a different wall. Okay, what do they have on this wall that's not in Arlington? Just the um, Vietnam vet. That's it. Okay. And this wall here, I'll turn it and you can see it's just it's no bigger than your trailer. Okay. You see, so um, 
I'll send it to you, but then you make sure they get it for the the admin gets it to put it on the site, and then they can put all the the dates of everywhere that they're going to be. Because you know, if a driver is going to be in the very area, it's nice that they can stop by if it's something that they're interested in. Yeah. Most drivers actually are. So. Well, there's a lot of truckers that are actually Vietnam vets. vets. Mm-hmm. Well, Vietnam vets and you know, golf vets and mm-hmm. all kind of vets. But this is specifically for the Vietnam Ward. Nothing right. else. Okay. Right. All right. Is that it on that? On that. Mm-hmm. All right. What else you got in trucking? Um, Michigan and Ohio are adding more rest stops. The um, parking spaces. You know, that they've been trying to, a lot of the, the states have been now doing that where they're adding more um, trucking spots for parking. So uh, Michigan DOT is adding them on um, 275 and I-75. You say um like 25 times. I know. I'm really horrible. Sorry. Okay. I'm well, just letting you know that that you're saying um a lot. Why? Like you, you, you did that before and now you're going back to um. I'm just, just, I'm just in one of those moods where I notice things. Drink, drink some beer. Yeah. Okay, so that is the... Go to Colorado. <laughs> Troy's watching a series right now. See, we don't have TV. Okay. We have we have a regular TV with like Netflix and stuff. So he bin watches. Right. He's been watching a show right now and stuff like that. It's just, he's weird. So, okay, so the Michigan DOT is adding more. I think it's nine. I think it's nine. Nine rest stops. I think it's nine. And that's in Ohio and Indiana? No, both. No, just Michigan and Ohio. Oh, Michigan. I'm sorry. I thought you said Indiana. No. So Michigan and Ohio is right. getting, is it nine nine stops between them? What's well, that's still a good amount. Actually, I'm sorry. Michigan, yeah, no, they're doing, um, one, no, not between them, it's each. So Ohio's doing nine and um, Michigan's doing it. So they're putting up uh, signs then stating which ones, where they're, you know, like, this one has the extra spacing then. So they're going to put it up. There's also, like I said, on um, I-75 and 275. Cool. That's. I mean, that's great news. I mean, somebody had to start somewhere. Hopefully other st- states will follow and we'll get more available trucking spots because with the ELDs, I mean, I know people joke around about ELDs, but ELDs have actually forced this. Right. This, because people now... Their clock starts, and a lot of them start in the morning. A majority of them start in the morning. And so that means a majority of them end around the same time in the afternoon. And so there's like this big stampede to get spots so you can take your 10. So good. I'm glad they are. And hopefully, again, people will also follow that. Because to be honest with you, I believe, like I'll say it again, states should be obligated to provide parking, especially... For the people bringing deliveries to their states, my gosh! Well, this this is um, I did it again. Sorry, it's called Truck Parking Information and Management System (TPIMS), and it's part of a eight-state Midwest truck parking initiative. So these specific eight states are trying to completely. So who are the other six? Well, we already had them before. I think it was what Iowa, Idaho, Iowa. I think one of them was North Dakota. I don't know. We I did it before. I, I had put it in there, putting them up. I don't remember. I don't remember them all. But if you wanted to go to their their site, you could probably see, you know, the rest of them and the improvements that they have made. What else you got in trucking? FMCSA. They are now going to allow one specific company. That it's called Stone Ridge System. This company, Stone Ridge System has a 
rear face, it's called the mirror eye camera monitoring system. And what they're allowing, if you have a tractor and you know your side mirrors that you have, you can replace the side mirrors with their system, this mirror eye camera monitoring system, where it has the the rear camera and it's going to, it will be legal, but it will be only for that specific company. You can't use anybody else. What it's going to do is they have it just like your regular rear camera in your car. Mm-hmm. They have the same thing. But what it's doing is they have the cameras on the side on the trailer area, too, to right. where you can see your whole trailer going all the way down to the very back. And they're hoping that it eliminates the crashes that happen in what right hand turns and so forth. So you're really <gasps> puffing a lot, too. Did you notice that? Are, are you, like are you really wanting to to get on my case a lot? Well, I'm just wondering, like, why? <gasps> oh my are gosh! You, are you like wheezing? Are you getting a cold or something? I'm just getting over one, if like you remember going, correctly. And then I got. <sighs> it sounds like you're having a problem breathing. That's Maybe I'm my mic up too much. Uh, what's that? I don't have the mic up too much. I mean, look, I mean it's up a little bit. Hmm. Right. So, anyways, yeah, I'm just, I'm just. I'm just keeping you. It's going to be an interesting night with you. It is. But now, yeah. now look, so let's go back to this camera thing. Because mm-hmm. like, there's companies that have that. But you're saying this will give drivers access to the camera. This isn't just recording like crashes around them. No, it's this also, is a continual. This is a, something a, a driver will be able to watch on the side, like if he's making a right-hand turn. Because exactly. Like when you, when you, once your cab starts jacking and you're making that right-hand turn, you can't see... And and that's really one of the famous accidents that a four wheeler is is always at fault because they'll try to sneak up on the right hand side of a trucker uh, to get around him at a red light, especially in your bigger, faster cities. So he's going to be able to see that stop before he crunches somebody. But this is what they say in its decision. The FMCSA says that the use of the Stone Ridge system provides truck drivers with an enhanced field of view when compared to the required rear vision mirrors because it eliminates blind spots on both sides of the truck, expands the field of view on it by an estimated 25%, and the trailer panning feature automatically tracks the end of the trailer to keep it in view when the truck is moving forward. (sighs) (laughs) I didn't breathe that whole time, so you got to give me a break. Potentially eliminating right-hand turn collisions. That's why they're allowing this specific system to be used because of the so much benefits. Aside from that, the, the other things that they have is the cameras have color night vision, low light sensitivity, light and glare re- reduction, and they also have a defrosting system for winter, and they have um, a self-cleaning lens for rain and dirt. That's Actually, I like that. That's yeah. Pretty, yeah. I mean, it's really interesting, and like I said, it's, it's, it, it was just announced on December 27th. So You know, to be honest with you, with today's technology, we should have... You should have a... A 360 view. You should have a view of every every spot in your vehicle, especially for when you're doing slow maneuvers like that, going around right hand turns, mm-hmm. backing up when you're jacking. I'll tell you what, that camera, if it's set up right, can probably make a blindside so easy. A blindside back, mm-hmm. it could turn that into one of the easiest things in the world. If again, you know, if, if the driver has control of that camera and he can. So instead of looking in a mirror, it's almost like you use our backup camera in our in our Honda. Mm-hmm. You you literally 
never look in the mirrors. You use the camera and back up. To and, back up, yeah. But what's cool about that, that camera tells you if someone's coming from the left or the right. So while you're backing up, it watches you, and it, it's never failed. I just, me, I'm just so used to using mirrors, I hardly use it. I mean, I'll use our mirrors, but not often. Yeah, but I can see, though, when, when you use that camera, I mean, it's flawless. You know, like, in fact, it, it tells you if you're close, when you're backing in a tight spot, it, it shows you if you're close to another vehicle. Oh, yeah, ours kind of goes beep, 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 yeah, when, I, when, I, I, when anybody's even within, like, I don't know, like five feet of me or so. I can see this is definitely the way of the future with, with this. It may be an experiment right now going on. But you can sure bet, man, it co- companies are going to want that for insurance purposes. Just imagine the big companies. You know how many backup accidents these... Well, this isn't just when it's backing. It's when they're driving down the road, too. Ruth Ann, listen, I'm just making a statement. Do you know how many just backups alone that the insurance claims just bumping... If you just touch somebody with a tractor trailer, it's a freaking crazy bill everybody wants to... Sp- Sue you and, 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 you know, body shops, everybody, as soon as they know it's a trucking company and it's, and it's big insurance companies, they're, they're just going for the highest estimate there is. That's just on your little incidents and accidents. Imagine what it's like when you're going around a right-hand turn and you crunch some guy's Mercedes. How much money will they save just on one accident? Well, of, of course. And you know what else is the camera is... Here, I'm going to sh- show you. No, no, don't show me. I, I am. I, I know, because you're making no. noises with the with the set. See, bump, bump. Oh, shut up. Well, the mics You're making sensitive. noises, too, when you open your mouth. See this here? That's funny. That's the actual camera. It's not the mirror. So the camera is about as big as the mirror, and it's right there inside the cab, right when you at, at the A-pillars. Yeah, I got that when you said it. I got the visual in my mind. Yeah. I, um... I got it. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Randy. Randy? Yeah. Who's Randy? You right now. Okay. See, Randy isn't a name name. If someone's Randy... Never mind. Just look it up. Ask Siri for the definition. (laughs) I will. All right. Okay. What's next? Um, The next one is... Speed limits in Texas. They're reducing. What those big... There's like one, I think, that's 85 mile an hour. Well, in Odessa, near Odessa, they're lowering five highways. Why? Are they high crashes or something? Well, they're lowering five. They're more rural, by the way. They're, you know, it's not really the high trafficked ones. They're more rural. Yeah. But they're lowering them by five miles per hour, five different ones. So it's highway 285. Um, is going down to 65 miles per hour highway, and that's by the New, New Mexico state line. Then, um, Nor- Nor- Notris, Highway 302, that one's going down five. 652 is going down to 65. Um, highway 18 is going to 70, and I'm not sure. I mean, it's, it's just there's both Highway 18s, so you just got to see the cities. So you can go to actually the, the, the new speed limit signs are being created and they're going to be installed, but there's a couple of them that are in a construction, construction area yet, so they're not going to be up until that's done, and when that is done, then they'll enforce it. Yeah, and they usually give you lots of warnings. They'll start putting up signs, it's changing, and blah, 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 so that's cool. So, you know, people in Texas are 
They're installing them this month. That's that's the warning. Right. So the okay. warning is January. Well, I'm just saying usually on a road when something's changing, they'll they'll have up a sign about it changing usually. Did you know that our speed limit on 19 went from 55 to 45? You're talking about where the construction is. No, the whole length from Home Depot down to Homosassa. See, and you know, you had said that the other day and I was cranking it. I'm like, yeah. so you're telling me from Home Depot down to Homosassa is now 45 mile an hour. The whole way. I'm, I'm and making. it used to be 55. Are you sure about that? 100% positive. Did you read about it or did you just take notice with the signs? Both. Well, no, I didn't read about it. I'm sorry. I took notice with the signs, but then also um, a friend of mine got pulled over. Really? Yeah, yesterday. Who? Diana. Really? Yeah. She got a ticket. No, she got a warning, but she was doing 60 in it. I said, oh, you're doing 15 over. Because she looks like a nice little lady. <laughs> yeah, she, <laughs> she's like, yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah, she's, okay, wow. So she said they got, she got a warning. But anyway, so in Odessa area in Texas, there's a few, what, four highways that are being reduced. So All go right. and check. Let's move on. What do you got? It was three out of four readers approved the government shutdown. Okay. So I didn't realize um, Overdrive did a poll. Yes, thank you. And it said three and four readers approve of the government shutdown over the wall. They um, felt as though that. Well, I seen a national poll the other day. The people want the wall, but you know what? Remember one thing: we're not going to do. We're not getting political. On no, this I'm show. not getting political. I'm not I just it. thought it was really funny that the one driver said this one thing, and I'm going to repeat what he says. It says, um, he was saying, who does the government shutdown actually hurt right now? And it says, they all say, it says that they're shutting down the non-essential government workers get laid off. And then he says, kind of makes me wonder who is these non-essential workers and why do we need them? If they're the first ones to get laid off, who are non-essential? If it's non-essential, it's not an essential part of needing them. So who are they? Yeah. That was it. Makes you think. Makes you think. On to the next. The last thing that I have is this huge crash that happened outside of Gainesville there on 75. That's, everybody's been talking about that yeah. all week. In I'm, fact, Talk CDL has a couple posts up about it. There was originally seven people died and then an eighth died that night, making an eight. I don't know. Has no, the death was, toll gone up? It was six and the last one was the seventh. Oh, so it's seven right now, not eight. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, for some seven. reason I thought it was eight. Okay, no. so seven are dead. Eight injured. Well, there was a bunch. There was a bunch of kids on a uh, a, a bus coming from Louisiana or mm-hmm. something to yeah, Orlando, like a- and I believe some of those little kids got killed. Yeah, actually, out of I don't remember exactly how many were on it, mm-hmm. but there was five of those children, or four, four or five of those children. I think it was five were mm-hmm. right from that specific thing. Well, and 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 there was a lady that was pregnant. Is she dead? No, or is she alive. She's alive, and as far as from what I've read. The baby was delivered to. Boy, you talk about me. You just go gulp, gulped. Listen, listen, uh, listen to me. You're going to have the editor down your butt too. Okay, listen, S- listen to me. So let's talk about this accident for a second. Mm-hmm. Okay. I see a lot of opinions. I see a lot of rusted judgments. I see a lot of this and that's. And look, everybody has a right to their opinion. You know, on the blogs, everybody's. A lot of people are coming to the trucker's defense. A lot of people are blaming the trucker. And when it really comes down to it, we weren't there. So we don't know whose fault it really was. 
They have like an accident reconstruction video on one of the uh, sites. In fact, that's up on TalkCDL. And that shows the trucker veering to the left and taking a car across the medium. Uh, I heard a report of the car stopped in front of the trucker. And you stop. You just come to a stop and do something stupid in front of 80,000 pounds. You might as well figure you're going to be a wheel chalk because... Uh, uh, we already know it attracted a trailer at 80,000 pounds at 70, 70, 75 mile an hour, whatever they were doing. The speed limit 70 on I-75. So whatever that case is, I don't know what happened. All I know is it was bad. People were shooting us messages like in minutes that were up in that area. And, you know, p- with pictures and stuff, that was horrendous. They said, in fact, I seen a video where Right after it, everything was on fire, and people were trapped, and they were turning their car around and driving up. They were driving north on the southbound lane to get, you know, away from the flames and stuff. So, again, I don't know. I know that it was a tragic. Um, I know people like to blame the trucker right away, and you just don't know what exactly happened there. Um, a tractor trailer, looking at that video reconstruction a tractor trailer doesn't just whip insanely like they showed it unless your steer tire blew okay or i don't know maybe the guy had a heart attack and somehow just the wheel pulled because everybody knows you're not just gonna at 70 mile an hour just fling that wheel to the left again i'm not here to defend or accuse anybody I would just say at this point, we better wait till they investigate this. I think it's going to be quite a while. Did you see also, I guess the sheriff or whoever's investigating it, they're calling it a homicide investigation. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know why they're calling it a homicide yet. I haven't found anything that would say it. It doesn't mean that I didn't see an article that might have came out explaining it yet, but I haven't seen that yet with all that I've researched. What I have seen is that um, the truck, like you said, it came over. Like I'm looking right now at the reworking of it, the reconstruction. And when he flew over to the left, he clipped the one vehicle that was behind, like kind of like in the back, the, where his. Uh, where the, where the back tires would be, the very back of the trailer tires. That's according to their cartoon reconstruction right. video, right? So that doesn't mean that's what happened. No. And like you said, if there was a vehicle in front of him, it made him swerve that way. I know that they said that they're doing an investigation on the guardrails because the guardrails should have stopped him coming through like that. That's what they're saying. So they're investigating all of it all the way around. I'd like to see a set of guardrails that's going to stop... An 80,000-pound tractor trailer. I'm just saying that they're supposed to stop. If it wasn't complete stop, it should have slowed them down enough, and it did nothing. Well, here's what I'd like to meet. I'd like to meet the guy that conned the state into believing that his guardrail that he invented can (laughs) stop a tractor trailer. And then I'd like to meet the idiot that bought into that. That's that's called lobbying or, or somebody taking some kind of a little grease in there because only a fool would think that a great because I don't see anything special about the guardrails up there on 875 they're they're not going to stop a tractor trailer 
at 70, 75 miles an hour. What kind of crazy thought is that? They're going to go right over them. Um, so, no, I, I don't know. But anyways, yeah, that's definitely a to-be-determined to accident. I am not rushing to judgment on that at all. You know what I don't like? What's that? Out of all of this, they pull the two truck drivers... MVRs and put it out there what they've had. Yeah, that was bullshit. I mean, I, I seen that too. Especially the one that was hit. Like he was just driving in the other lane. He did absolutely nothing, yeah, and the said, guy like flew in front of him. Yeah, they said the one guy had these bad tickets from Num- 2006 to 2014. I'm like, yeah, numerous four, tickets five, five years ago. Yeah, numerous tickets from 2000 to 2014 in Florida, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Indiana, and Virginia for violations such as speeding, driving an unsafe vehicle driving an overloaded vehicle and not carrying proof of insurance. I'm sorry. Does proof of not carrying your proof of insurance have anything to do with your ability to no, drive the truck? No, they're trying to make the trucking industry look bad. That's exactly what that's what, what that's what they call fake news. And here's another thing. The proof of insurance in the tractor is the company's responsibility too. So with the overloading of the vehicle, yeah, he should double check it, but it's not his fault that the, the, they loaded him heavy. Yeah, and, and look, whether it's his fault or not, I do I 100% agree with you. You can't take, all of a sudden, the media, the media, media, you suck. I, I mean it, I'm telling you, I cannot stand anybody that's trying to direct everybody's thought to what they want them to think, because I noticed that too when they said, driver had all these tickets okay so i click on it and i'm reading it i'm like okay so the last ticket was five years ago Mm -hmm. first off and so why are you wanting people to look at the guy's driving record from 10 10 years ago all the way up to five years ago what what's what's what what are you trying to say to people and so then you had people on the blog going well the guy should have never even had a license he shouldn't be driving i'm like you know what if i got into an accident and they want to look at my past driving record. I'm screwed. Mm-hmm. I got some crazy tickets back in the day, you know, speeding, motorcycles, all that other stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're going to judge somebody from something over five years ago. If this guy hasn't had a ticket in five years, I'm not saying he hasn't, but they said up to 2014. We're in 2019. So if that guy hasn't really had a ticket in almost five years, wouldn't you say the guy well, not only that. has improved? And, and, and his 2014 ticket could have been the not carrying your proof of insurance. I mean, he might not have had a traffic. Like a moving violation. Right. Yeah. That might have been a speeding ticket, which would have been in 2000, possibly. And really, so, I well, mean, honestly, that was ridiculous for them to even bring that into, uh, you know, like when in a court, when you're trying to get someone, you know, like you're trying to do your, you know, proving that person's a bad person. They throw out when you have something that's totally ridiculous. They say that's and not they, submissive. And they don't even know whose fault. No, how about them sticking their foot in their mouth? If that, if the proof comes back and they say this car that was in front of the trucker is the cause. I'm, I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying if it comes back and they say this car was the entire cause of the accident. Now the media, you look even worse for trying to automatically say, well, we believe the trucker is the blame, so we're going to go ahead and put his driving record out there. Hey, why don't you pull everybody else's driving record that was mm-hmm. in the accident? Not exactly. One, not one automobile, not one car uh, per driver is... And, and because there's tractor trailers involved, people right away fear it, and they start pointing fingers. And that's they want to blame them. But right. like you said, it could have been the car in front. And 
you know, maybe they'll get some kind of video evidence from another, you know, like a, a dash cam that, that will show that it was the person in front of the tractor. You know, hopefully something comes out where they, they are able to find a reason, but, you know, they might never find it because, you know, the trucks, there's nothing left of them. Did, did any of the truckers die? Both of them did. Oh, really? Both truckers died. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't yeah. realize that. Um, Holland, Steve Holland and Douglas Bokima. Both of them died. Mm-hmm. Wow, that poor sap in the southbound lane, man. That, I'm going to tell you something. That's scary. Do you remember, and this was before you and I actually met, there was a lady. I can say her name, too. She was, a, she was my neighbor. Her name was Elaine Clark. You can look it up. And she was driving in Pennsylvania on Route 61. This is one of those ladies that you would drive by her house or you'd be walking down the street and the only thing you would do is just wave at her. She would just smile and wave. You never, in all the years she was my neighbor, I, I don't even barely remember what her voice sounded like. She was just into raising her family, very humble people. There was never, they were not trouble in any way. And here she is on her way home from picking up, no, she was on her way to pick up the kids, I think, at school or something to that effect. And a... I think it was a Greyhound bus. Mm, I remember you telling me. Remember this? It went. It, it crossed the medium on Route 61, right into her car. That's right where the she McDonald's was in a coma was. and died like a week later. What's that? Wasn't isn't this where that McDonald's was? Yeah, or exactly. That That's where to, that country right square or before you like get that? into Schuylkill Haven. She she was. I think she was headed um, northbound, and the and the Greyhound was going southbound and. Something happened, boom. Now, just imagine that. You're just humbly driving on your way home or on your way to pick up the kids, whatever. And all of a sudden, this big, giant vehicle shoots across the medium and kills you. And that's that one trucker. He was bringing a load to Florida, I guess. That was Douglas. Douglas was in the southbound lane. He was just driving just south. his and own business. Sudden- I mean, it, it flew over. He didn't even have time to stop. No, you don't. Because he came through the guardrail and all so fast. Yeah. I mean, even if he was able to slow down and all, it just, just it, the way it happened, it was just, just too it, much yeah, at one time. Reaction time at that point is mute. And here's another thing. The children, some of those, the, some of them were ejected from that van. I know, I read that. So they're unsure if they were even in their safety belts. Yeah, they, they they don't think they were. No. But again, you know, we don't... Again, that's just speculation. People fly out of their seatbelt, okay? They, people fly out of their seatbelt, especially little ones. You know what I seen the other day, which was... God, it was, makes you want to cry. There was a video out where this family was in a limo. They were leaving a wedding. And a guy, some drunk was driving the opposite he was driving the wrong way direction Mm -hmm. and he hit them at like 70 mile an hour they were doing like 50 it's 120 mile an hour impact and this was the horrible part the little girl in the family because people don't realize when you put your kid in a seatbelt, okay if that kid is this is why they have um booster seats and car seats because when that kid, when the impact hit, because the seatbelt was across her neck, it it literally killed Broke her. her no, it, it literally decapitated her. And, and they said the mother sat there at the scene 
and would not let go of the little child. She was just crying for like an hour. And it's horrible to have people, grown adults, just crying, watching this woman cry, all because of the way... And, and again, it's not their fault they were in the accident, but think about it. If the child would have been in a, a car seat or in the proper... This is why it's got to be... prop. A child needs to be properly put in a seat. I never realized that myself, I'm being honest with you. No, that, I used the, to think, hey, I'm thinking, sh- why can't the car seat just hold them... Or the car, the seat belt? No, well, the shoulder strap has to come across. It can't. It's got to go pretty much over the collarbone area right. like over towards the shoulder it can't be actually touching the neck at all yeah i get that what i'm what my my issue is or the horrible part of that accident is you put you know your neck is is very tender and you go into a 120 mile an hour impact and you're going to lose you know your head and that's that's horrible that's i wouldn't horrible. and honestly i would have never thought of it doing that Neither but yet to I. a little girl yes you know 120 mile an hour impact. Nothing's stopping in that car. It, you're, everything's a projectile, including your body. That's why when these people got hit up on 75, and they, I guess the van rolled. Yeah, it rolled a couple of times, and people were ejected out. Right. And they said that even if there was a survivor that was ejected out, there was a vehicle that ran those survivors over. Well, the one, the one kid was ejected, whether he was alive or, or she. I don't know if it was he or she. Another car came along and then killed them. Because it was, and look again, I'll say it: when you're when you're when you're in, in an accident in that split second, anything that's not secured becomes a projectile. A mm-hmm. penny can be like a bullet and mm-hmm. go through your head. Mm-hmm. So you got to really, you got to people don't people take that for granted. You know, when they're in their vehicles, you do not realize the danger of what. You know what happened to me? I was in a head-on collision. Yeah, I know. And uh, this was, when I was like, I don't even remember how old I was, like 20, 21, 22, I was just a kid. And when I, I went airborne and I hit, I hit this vehicle, it was my fault, the accident was. But when I hit them, my arm grabbed the gear shift. And my, you know what a banana looks like when it's black? Mm-hmm. That's what my arm looked like. It literally was purple. And... Nine out of ten toes, because the engine came through the firewall, mm-hmm. nine out of ten toes, they had to take a pliers and pop my toes back into place. That was a horrible night at the hospital, I'm being honest, because they, they can't give you anesthesia in your feet. Well, they can, but they said putting needles in your toes will be worse than us using this pliers to pop your toes back in. So I literally had to sit there and let them grab a pliers, take my toe, pull it out, and then ram it into the joint. It was pretty sick that night. But... I'm just saying, you don't realize what happens. My face went through the windshield. You, you do not realize what becomes a projectile and how things react in an accident. I'm telling you, secure yourself. I'm just saying, secure yourself. Oh, no, I, I, it's not just securing yourself. You shouldn't have certain things. Yeah. Like they say, you know, of course, your phone and certain things you shouldn't have, right, like in certain areas you because know? of that. I mean, I'll tell you something else, Ruth, then. Um, the, they, that one tool they have, it's got like a seatbelt cutter. Yeah, we it's have got a, It's got a little th- button that pops out. It comes out, shoots glass. out. It's a glass breaker. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you something. Invest in those. I'm, yeah, we have one. Yeah, I didn't know that. But, yeah, it's in the center console. Oh, is it? Because I've been thinking about getting one. I'm glad we do. I didn't yeah, and it also has a little flasher light, too. Yeah. I mean, you really need something that you can bust out because I'm going to tell you something. That accident I was in, when I 
when when I came to, when the car came to a stop, my front tire was ripped off. The engine was almost on my lap. I crawled out of my car, and there was four girls in a Chev a Chevy Chevette. Guess what? I couldn't get the door open. They were trapped. Mm-hmm. The girl, the engine was like sitting on her lap. She was in shock. This is like I said. This is going back way back. I I was trying to get this this girl out. I couldn't get her out. I'm glad there was no fire going on. She would have been screwed, mm-hmm. and it would have been my fault. So, you know, you just never know if all of a sudden you're driving at night and a car is going to come into your lane and clip you, which I did to them mm-hmm. back in the day. Like, like I don't know what happened at the scene of this accident. No, but, we won't know yet. Yeah. It does say here that this is the worst incident on I-75 in Alachua County, which is Gainesville area, since January of 2012 when 11 people died yeah. in a chain reaction and crash contributed to heavy fog. Yeah, I was just going to say, I remember the fog accident a couple of years ago. Was it really 2012? Yeah. There was tractor trailers and all involved. It was just like you couldn't see and all of a sudden, bang, bang, bang. So anyways, do you have anything else? Nope, that was it. That was it. Okay. Well, listen, we appreciate everything everybody does for Talk CDL. Keep sending those videos. We've got some really cool videos coming out, and we got some really cool interviews coming up. Yes. And anybody that wants to be interviewed, please let us know on Talk CDL. We'd love to have you on the show, especially if you're trucking-related. Yeah. Ruthann, I think we're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord. Hey, drivers, if you're in the market to call a new place home, you just want to find a new job, Write this phone number down, 844-311-7076. That's 844-311-7076. This carrier is a mid-sized carrier. They offer every benefit in the world. They have brand new Kenworth T680s that are loaded to the hilt. They offer OTR and regional company positions. They also offer lease operator positions. Go ahead and write that number down, driver, 844-311-7076. That's 844-311-7076.